A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Live from the Battery Atlanta, it's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Check us out. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. You can click and watch. And make sure you get that fan mobile app. You should have gotten it by now. Road Dog has it. Listen anywhere, anytime. Driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct. Here, that's the fastest and easiest way to shop for your next vehicle. BeaverToyota.com. 10 o'clock hour on the fan. Brought to you by our good friends at Dupree Plumbing. And they are awesome. Go with the plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service at DupreePlumbing.com. Spoke with them yesterday. Kelly not real happy with the uh, kitchen faucet. It's one of those where you got batteries uh, underneath the sink. You touch it and the water comes on. She's not a big fan of that. Dupree's going to come out and install a new one. So we're counting on those folks. And they are getting the job done. Man, we got a busy week this week. Georgia-Florida game coming up on Saturday. Sort of a special week as I see it. And we are loaded up today. Cedric Van Pran will be with us for the Bulldog Roundtable. Tomorrow, uh, looking forward to having Rick Neuheisel, CBS Sports, and Chris Doring of the SEC Network will be with us Thursday. Brad Nessler be calling the game on Saturday with Danielson. And Javon Bullard will be with us, Bulldog hard-hitting safety. And Friday, scheduled to appear, no Sean Moreno. So we are locked and loaded this week, getting you ready for the Gators and the Bulldogs. And I've been busy, too, man. I was out in the parking lot knocking back a couple of shows this morning. I was uh, returning the favor with Chris Doring and Alyssa Lang. They're doing their morning show, talking SEC football. Was on with Shane Matthews yesterday. Yesterday down in Gainesville. They may have lost listeners, though, with me on down there in the uh, swamp. And Pat Dooley, uh, the longtime sports writer with the Gainesville Sun. He will uh, be with Pat on his podcast coming up later this week, too. So uh, always a busy week for me with the Georgia-Florida game. And with that in mind, let's get to the big take. Bucks. Big. Take. Dan Mullen is either not paying attention or he's just anti-Georgia Bulldog. I think it's the latter. Mullen has Georgia ranked number six this week. Number six. Imagine that. Ah! 
Fields have won 24 games in a row. He's got him number six. The ex-Gators head coach turned ESPN college football analyst. I did the numbers. I checked it out. He's one in four. Uh, he was one in four against Kirby Smart and the Dogs as the head coach at the University of Florida. And that must be keeping Mullen up late at night these days. Either way, it's a really bad take. Come on. Georgia number six? Mullen's the only college football analyst in the country that believes that. Even Cowherd and Bayless aren't that clueless. And the big take brought to you by our good friends at Daco Systems Heating and Air. Contact locally owned Daco Systems at DacoSystems.com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. Let's get to more. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. Go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on ESPN's Chris Mortensen, our truest NFL insider. And Mort, uh, we're getting you on early this week, brother, uh, getting you ready. And, and what about the game last night? Did you enjoy that one? I actually did. I, there were some Monday night games I swear off. But I watched last night. And there, when I saw Jordan Addison take the ball away from, from uh, I forgot who it was, and score. And, and Jordan Addison was the guy that was Southern Cal that I knew two months before the draft that Kevin O'Connell was dying for. And he played a game last night that you saw why. And uh, San Francisco, obviously the missing some people. And we just have games where you sit there and scratch your head and said, I didn't see that coming. And, yeah, you can say Debo Samuel was out. But every team has players out. So that game caught me off guard. But I was glad to see it. I mean, who, who saw Detroit coming, losing by? How many yeah, they got blown play? out. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even yeah, close. And in the NFL, this happens. You know, you, you get these seventeen games, and and and, th- and and yet I don't think the Lions obviously are not that bad. And I think that uh, you, you'll see them in the mix as we go along. But yeah, I just uh, and there were just things that happened this past week that were were weird. I mean, you tell me. That that was a catchable ball when Cleveland beat uh, the Indianapolis. Goal. Yeah, that was ridiculous. See, that's I, I don't. I've always gone through my career not criticizing officials. <laughs> that's changing, isn't it? Well, when I saw that, I said that was the most absurd call I've seen. Not only was I do not consider interference. But the fact that it wasn't even close to being catchable, and the Colts should have won that game. And I have a question for you, bud. Oh, what's that? Uh, who's the best player in the NFL? Uh, young Way Koo. <laughs> he, he just might be an MVP candidate. Man, I'm uh, telling you, he doesn't miss. He's automatic when the Falcons send him out on the field. Uh, well, the best player in the NFL. Hmm. 
Yeah, best player in the NFL. Uh, you know, I, I, I've now looked at this, thought about it. I can see that the you know Mahomes is clearly a special guy, but I've watched enough of this guy over his career, and especially this year, to say that Miles Garrett is the best player. Oh wow! In the NFL, you know when Miles Garrett was at Texas A&M. You know, he had the size. He had, you know, he had enough good numbers. But we all had these questions. It was a little bit weird personality from our perspective. Does he really love football? Is he really into football? He is He is so dominant in every aspect that I enjoy watching him as much as any defensive player I've seen in a long time. And I totally respect that, Mort, because most people would go right to the quarterback. And I know you brought up Mahomes. You didn't go that way. And in college football, we see this, too, where, you know, most of these Heisman voters, they only concentrate on the stats that the quarterback, uh, the quarterbacks have around college football. They don't consider, and many of us here in this area before the injury were, would say Brock Bowers is the best, play in college, best player in college football. So I totally respect your take on that. <laughs> going yeah. with the defensive end, Miles Garrett. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that has to happen. I mean, I, I, listen, there's no question quarterback is the most valuable position in football. And when a quarterback has uh, a, a ridiculous season and they they win, you know, their division or conference because it's votes taken before the playoffs start, then yeah, you can justify it. And I voted for a lot of quarterbacks, both with Adrian Peterson one year because he totally changed around their team. But uh, when I when I look at Miles Garrett, I just sat there. I watched that game because it was so close and so unexpected. And then you say, well, the Colts scored 38 points on him. I, I don't care. What I saw from Miles Garrett once again was was pretty uh, pretty remarkable. Mort, uh, a lot of people on the Falcons now first place in the NFC South. How about that? I want to ask you about this Bijan Robinson uh, health thing where uh, Falcons didn't report anything to the NFL prior to the game. He got in there for, I believe it was one play, said he wasn't feeling well. And now the Falcons are being investigated by the NFL right now. Well, they, 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 whenever you call the NFL and use that word, they said, no, we're just making inquiries. Inquiries, okay. Yeah, so they'll talk to the doctors, they'll talk to the coaches. If they feel like they need to talk to Robinson, they'll talk to him. Nothing will come out of it. Nothing's going to so, come out of it, okay. He's going to yeah, be fine. No, Robinson's going to be fine, Smith said yeah, yesterday. Yeah, now, when I'm wrong... You can call me, uh, and, 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 and I'll confess it. By the way, we do have a game, considering we watched the 49ers lose last night, that I think is one of the most important games of the first half of the season. It's Cincinnati at San Francisco coming this Sunday. Because the Bengals, listen, they're going to get back hit it and everything. But what we're seeing from the Ravens, and uh, to me, that's that's a game 
that probably both teams need to win. The Bengals especially need to win, and and uh, the defense is pretty good. But we we need to we need to watch that game and maybe take note. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, Jags and Steelers, uh, another one. A lot of people here in the Deep South looking at the Jaguars as legitimate this year. Most people are going to just um, automatically tune into Kansas City so they can see Taylor Swift up there jumping around. Yeah, you know what? Okay. <laughs> but but uh, listen, I'm watching Kansas City because I see a team, and Steve Spagnuolo's never been – given the credit due as a defensive coordinator. And Andy Reid, as well, of course, as a personnel guy, has always put together pretty good players. But Steve Spagnuolo, we forget, he won a, a Super Bowl before. It was that 2007 Super Bowl, wasn't it? I think it was. Tom Coffin's first Super Bowl win. Was that against the Patriots? Yeah, best I been. remember. Well, wasn't that the best offense in the history of football? <laughs> I, well, what I'm saying is I think maybe we're, we've underestimated how good Steve Spagnuolo of the Chiefs is as a defensive coordinator. And, you know, the way Kansas City's playing is just a model for every team that doesn't have a superstar at wide receiver or, or running back. They have, yes, Isaiah Pacheco. Good running back. But, you know, when they lost, uh, uh, what's his name, the Miami kid. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it, it was all over. And, by the way, they would be unbeatable if they had him. But they just they just learned how to win games, and they've added better players to the roster, although they did do uh, a, a pretty good linebacker this past week. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Belichick has for the Dolphins and that offense they're running this week, too. So some better games this weekend. Looking forward to seeing them. More great having you on. Look forward to talking with you next week. Thanks for moving it up a day. Hey, thank you. Uh, uh, young, young Mike Kuhl at Tennessee, I, I see I see that, I see a game-winning field goal again. Yeah, Young Way Koo, he's the man down here in Atlanta. Mort, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Chris Mortensen, our truest NFL insider, joined us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. I got four big keys to the Bulldogs-Gators matchup down in Jacksonville. I'm going to share that with you next. And Bulldog center Cedric Van Pran will be with us 35 after the hour for the Bulldog Roundtable. Listening to the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina... Wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
got the Blue Show here on The Fan, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Thanks for hanging. We'll get you ready for the Georgia-Florida game coming up Saturday. And if you're looking for a great golf tournament, how about the inaugural Extra 106.3 680 The Fan Veterans Day Golf Classic? That's coming up Monday, November the 6th at the Dogwood Golf Club in Austell. We've been looking forward to getting to Austell. We're going to raise money for the Warrior Alliance to help our veterans to register and play. Go to extra1063.com or 680thefan.com today. It is sold out, I hear. A lot of support. I want to thank our sponsors, Kroger, Navy, Federal, Credit Union, Batteries Plus, and Georgia Power. Sold out. And I hope we get some great weather for that one. All right, I got four big keys to the game on Saturday down in Jayville. Gators and dogs going to be going at it. So let's get to the first key in this ball game. And it involves Cedric Van Pran that will be joining us here coming up in a few moments. And Cedric Van Pran, the center for the Georgia Bulldogs, he's not scared off by much, and he's not scared of these guys, but... The Gators have a couple of nose tackles. They're going to be lined up across from Van Pran that are a load. You got Cam Jackson. He transferred in from Memphis. He's six foot six, 370 pounds after a big breakfast. And then when he gets tired, you know, these big boys get tired. They bring in number 21. Uh, Cam Jackson wears number 99. But when he gets tired, they bring in number 21. And that is Desmond Watson. Strange number for a big fella, number 21. And they list Desmond Watson at 6'5", 435 pounds. I kid you not. What? I kid you not. 435 pounds. Now, look, sometimes they need somebody to lay down and pretend like they're hurt to get him on and off the field. But Cedric Van Pran, I think after the ball game, uh, he he's going to be physically exhausted leaning on these two boys. Uh, I'm sorry, grown men is what they are. Dirty old man. 366 pounds, 435 pounds. Cedric, good luck, brother. You might need a little help uh, taking care of those guys. All right, let's uh, let's flip it around to the other side of the ball. We've got Gator offense taking on the Bulldog defense. And the Gators have this tremendous wide receiver, and his name is Ricky Pearsall. And he's got a shot an opportunity to break the Florida Gator all-time single-season receptions record if things continue to go the way they've gone here in the first half of the season. He's going to enter this Georgia game with 44 catches. The all-time Gator record set by Carlos Alvarez. He played in the late 60s, early 70s. You could have given me a lot of guesses, and I would have felt confident, and I would not have. Yeah, you it. thought it would have been somebody under the Spurrier years. Yeah, I was thinking the Richard Caldwell or something like that, yeah. Carlos Alvarez, the Cuban Comet, was his nickname. 
Chad uh, Jackson and Carlos Alvarez have the all-time Florida single-season record of 88 catches. And so Ricky Pearsall, you're going to see him line up all over the field. He's going to be the X. He'll be at the Z. He'll be at the slot. So they make it really difficult for you to double Ricky Pearsall. But when he matches up against Kamari Lassiter, who, as I look around the landscape of college football, I don't see uh, many cornerbacks that are playing at the level Kamari Lassiter is playing at. So you got Pearsall, who's got a chance to be an all-time Florida Gator great as a receiver, matched up against Lassiter, who's playing at a really high level at cornerback for the Georgia Bulldogs. I can't wait to see that matchup develop and how that one's going to go. It's going to be one of the best matchups on the field. All right, then you got the uh, the number three best matchup as I see it in this ball game. Let's go back to the other side of the the coin where you got Georgia on offense, you got the Gators on defense. And I can't wait to learn more about what's going on with the Georgia team at right tackle. Because you got big Mims that had that tightrope surgery earlier in the season. And Kirby was saying yesterday at the press conference that he has practiced a little bit. They've got a special boot or shoe or cleats for him to wear. And it sounds like Big Mims has a chance to get back out there and be a starter. If he can't go, then you got Truss, who originally was a starting left guard. Then Mims got hurt, and they moved Truss from left guard to right tackle. And then he sprained his ankle and was out. And then Georgia had to put in the true freshman, Freeling, who really did a great job as a true freshman at right tackle. I think Kirby and you got Bobo, and they're hoping that the vets are going to be ready to go, Mims and Truss. And they're going to be lined up at right tackle opposite of the Gators' best pass rusher. Number one, I'm not even going to try to uh, pronounce his name because I'm going I'm to mess that up totally. But as they match up against number one coming off the edge for the Gators, their top pass rusher, that is going to be huge because, look, Mims, Truss, or Freeling, they got to protect Carson Beck in this game. They need Beck to have a clean pocket. They can't have number one hanging all over Beck. So that's going to be another big matchup in the game. And then number four, matchup number four. Let's go back to the other side of the ball where the Gators will be on offense. you got the Bulldogs on defense. Gators, their left tackle, Austin Barber, out of Jacksonville, four-star recruit. He's an underclassman, and he's trying to play big at 6'6", 300 pounds. And he's going to be up against Michael Williams, who has really been underwhelming so far this season. Bulldogs hadn't sacked the quarterback a lot this year. And the top pass rusher was supposed to be Michael Williams. He's been really totally under the radar. Now, this would be a good opportunity for Michael Williams to ride, to stand up, rise up, and put up a big-time game down in Jacksonville this weekend against the Gators and sack that quarterback they've got that's playing at such a high level, Graham Mertz, 
playing at a uh, really high level this year, and he can't play that well with Michael draped all over him, this is a matchup that Michael Williams needs to win. And he needs to beat Austin Barber in this matchup. If he can do that, that's going to help George's chances tremendously. Mark, you're right. There's been a lot of buzz about Michael Williams. He was one of the, he's still one of the big guys NFL scouts yeah. want to talk about, and he just hasn't shown as much on the field this year. He sure hadn't. I've been a little disappointed with that because I was one of those guys hyping him up during the season or during the offseason coming into the year. You know, he led Georgia in sacks a year ago. It wasn't a big number, but he was making an impact. We hadn't seen him make an impact yet. Maybe he's been saving it for the stretch run where the competition level is going up and the pressure level is going up with a need to go out and play at a high level and win and dominate. This would be a good week to get that started for Michael Williams, especially if he's going to get drafted into the NFL coming up in a year or so. And uh, looking forward to another 680 The Fan, Harris Cherokee Casino Tailgate Central Dirty Bird Tailgate coming up Sunday, November the 5th. It's free. you got to love free, right? From 10 to 1 at the corner of Marietta and Centennial. Uh, stop on by and enjoy complimentary ice-cold Coronas and the long drink libations from Deep Eddie Vodka and Larceny Bourbon. you got uh, bites from Flying Biscuit Cafe. Boy, they're good. Flying Biscuit. And live party music by all that. Download your free tailgate ticket now at 680thefan.com slash tailgatecentral and join 680 The Fan for another party in the Fan Tailgate Series. Now, you've got to be 21 or older. Got to have a proper ID to get in there. want to thank our sponsors, Harakee, uh, Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts, Flying Biscuit Cafe. I could use a biscuit right now from there. Larceny Bourbon, The Long Drink, Corona, Deep Eddie Vodka, Batteries Plus, and Body Armor Flash IV. Let's find out what's popping. All right, what's popping out there? Uh, man, I uh, was uh, flipping back and forth from the Monday night football game, and I've become a Phoenix Diamondbacks fan. And, boy, I was loving what I was seeing last night. Philadelphia. Game seven coming up tonight. Phillies dropped game six last night. And I thought I saw some of those Phillies fans uh, that are supposed to be so awesome. You know, the best in baseball. So loud and proud. They were getting their butts beat last night. I thought I saw hundreds of these Phillies fans leaving eggs, leaving early last night. They were hitting those exits early, buddy. And I tell you what, that brought a smile to my face as I was pulling for the Phoenix Diamondbacks. And I'll be pulling for them again tonight. I'm hoping they can get after Ranger Suarez, who shut us down here in our series against Philly. And the winner's going to head to the World Series to face the Dallas Rangers. Ranger Suarez has been pitching too well this postseason, Buck. That's, that's bound to come to an end. The Dallas Rangers, first time they'll make it to the World Series since 2011. And I was really happy to see them take down the Astros. The Astros is sort of like Alabama here going to the college football playoffs. Pretty much every year, the Astros are in the World Series. So it's great to see the Dallas Rangers make it uh, into the World Series. And uh, hoping we'll see the Phoenix Diamondbacks oppose them. 
coming up tonight. Uh, the Hawks start the NBC, uh, NBA season tomorrow night. My goodness. I mean, this snuck up on me. I know uh, Road Dog Gillespie's all excited about the NBA season getting underway. We're going to be in Charlotte. Road Dog hasn't stopped talking about the NBA regular season all morning. Though. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's yeah, I know crazy. he's on top of yeah. it, man. And that's what producers do. They're all over it. Yeah, Hawks, uh, looking forward to seeing what they have. You know, obviously, Trey and uh, you got Murray in the backcourt. You got Hunter. And how about Sadiq Bay's going to be stepping in there, starting role? I was hoping they might sign him to that extension. But I swear, I'm, I'm a Jalen Johnson guy. I, so am I, but I am. A, I'm a Sadiq Bay fan. Hey, I became a fan of his uh, and you pretty got quickly Capella last year. And Okongwu got that new deal. He's putting some money in the bank today. Core's there, right, Buck? Yeah, and then I've been all over checking out this Michigan uh, thing out of college football. Jim Harbaugh and his staff, they've got the NCAA. Got an in, uh, inquiry going on, as Mort would say. Not an investigation. They're just inquiring on what was going on. Connor Stallions. That sounds like a fake name to me or an alias. He was the Michigan staffer that they've, uh, this inquiry has showed that he was at 11 different Big Ten schools sitting behind the bench where he could record the signals that were going on uh, onto the field. Personally, I think that's much From crap. the sideline. Reportedly was holding a cell phone up and videoing from a seat in the stands. And he was breaking the, the rule. He violated Article 11 of subsection H. Are you familiar with that, DT? Article I'll 11, your not your insults, subsection so. H, which is you can't, you're not supposed to be out there recording the signals. Yeah, this strikes me as a little different than like improper benefits or whatever, kids getting clothes or free meals this is this is an attempt at just blatant cheating on, on the field football well, cheating I, you know i don't think stealing signals is cheating well it's against the rules but yeah i just i don't think now recording it's a different matter yeah that's what they're but, doing. Uh, that seems to take it to a whole new level which is what michigan ha- has done it's similar to what the patriots were doing in the nfl way back in 2007 they were doing some of the same stuff, trying to get that competitive advantage. And, and I'm sure that's what Belichick and Harbaugh would tell you. This isn't cheating. This is just trying to gain a competitive edge on the opponent. Yeah, you can't be violating Article 11 of subsection H. And Connor Stallions has scrubbed his social media. Isn't that a sort of a... Uh, He's showing off some guilt by scrubbing the social media. Isn't that what you do when you get in trouble? Connor Stallions. They've got him. Michigan, by the way, now the betting favorite to win the national championship. They've uh, passed Georgia by, as far as the gamblers go, at plus 220. Georgia now number two at plus 280, whatever that means. And that's what's popping out there. Yeah, that NBA season just crept up on us, man. I really don't pay attention until after Christmas. So we're going to continue to go big with football talk on this show. And then when the new year rolls around, we'll jump into some of this NBA talk. But go Hawks. We'll be pulling for them. 
All right, uh, earlier this week, had a chance to sit down with Bulldog Center Cedric Van Pran. She gets ready to take on those huge mammoth nose tackles for the Gators, able to preview the Florida-Georgia game. Georgia-Florida game, we'll say both of it, and we'll do this in the uh, Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining me now on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line, Bulldog Center Cedric Van Pran, getting ready for a, a big game coming up against the Gators. Does it feel like a big game week? Now, look, Cedric, I know every game, trying to prepare each and every game as if it would be the same, but isn't this Georgia-Florida thing a little special? Yeah, absolutely it's special. I, I think the biggest thing about this game is just uh, the history of it. It's going back and understanding the, the players that have played here before you and what it's meant to them. So I think, you know, especially for, like, guys who may be freshmen or just getting here or whatever, um, you may not fully understand the the importance of this game, but it's just understanding that the level of love that you have for the guys that came here before you and the pride that you have in your school, um, it has to mean something to you just because of what those guys were able to do and, and the importance of it it was to them. So I think that that's the biggest thing is just making sure that everybody understands that, one, this team is really, really good. Um, watching them on film, they fly around. They play amazing ball. They play together. They're connected. Um, and then on top of that, uh, just that if you want to be good uh, this season, you know, you have to win this game or, or at least come close to doing it. So you, you got to win this game. It, it's very important. All your, your aspirations and goals, it all lies within this game. So how did the bye week go? And is your best football yet to come as far as the team goes? I think the bye week went great. I think that we had a really good week of practice. Um, I think it was very competitive, offense versus defense, um, which was exciting. I, I was I was really, really happy uh, to see us compete at a high level, you know, ones, twos, threes, fours, whoever was on the field. It was, it was a lot of high-level competition, so I was happy to see that. And I'm very hopeful that uh, our best ball could be ahead of us. I think that we definitely have played um, – not to our standard a lot of the time, and uh, we're hopeful that, you know, if we continue to work hard, that uh, things will be in our favor. Hey, give our listeners a glimpse behind the curtain. So when you sit down to do video study of the opponent, is the first thing you're taking a close look at the nose tackles, the guys are going to be lined up in front of you? And I see the, uh, the Gators, they got uh, Jackson, number 99, is about 350 pounds, and Watson, number 21. They list him at 434 pounds. Yeah, I think he may be more than that. Are those the first guys you look at when you're breaking down the video? Absolutely. Um, so let me say this. I think both of them are really good players. Uh, watching Cam on film, uh, he's really, really strong, but he's also violent in the run game. Uh, like, he does an amazing job of shedding blocks, you know, making tackles at the line of scrimmage. But also he forces a lot of plays to his linebackers. So I have the utmost respect for Cam. Um, I know him a little bit, you know, from him being a Louisiana guy. But he's a great player. Um, and then when you think about Desmond Watson, number 21, he does a tremendous job of two-gapping as well. So um, I think both 
both of them are really good guys inside, but I think naturally you kind of watch um, some of the interior guys first, but you watch a lot of different things, whether it be linebackers, um, how they're playing, because you have to go against them. You have to watch sometimes the, the safeties and nickels to see how they're blitzing off the edge or if they're coming up the middle um, to see if they're giving away certain pressures. Um, it, it's a lot of things that, that goes into it, um, and you kind of have to watch. I would say I probably paid the least attention to cornerbacks just because it has you know a little less to do with me, but if somebody brings a cat blitz, then you know, then it's kind of alerted to me, but it's a little bit different. All right, you guys have had some injury issues at the right tackle spot, and I'm a big fan of this next man up thing. Truss, uh, when, when um, the Mims went down, moved to right tackle, you had uh, Fairchild and Morris look like they stepped up and played really well at left guard, and then uh, Truss uh, dinged up his ankle. You had the freshman Freeling get in there. and looked like he did a pretty good job. I mean, this quality depth thing is real, isn't it? Yes, sir. I, I think Coach Charles done a tremendous job of just being able to get guys going. Um, one of his goals for the preseason was just to develop depth uh, in, in a two deep, and I think he's done a tremendous job. We have a bunch of talented guys, in my opinion, that really could start here. Um, I, I think they're they're all really good players, so I think that Coach has done a tremendous job of getting guys ready to be able to play. All right, so Oscar Delp, uh, now the next man up at tight end with Bowers down for a little bit. I mean, you feeling good about Delp and what he brings to the table? I look at him and think he's got a many, uh, he's got a similar skill set as Brock does. Maybe not as fast, but you know, very versatile, talented guy. Absolutely, I think Delp is, is a is a very versatile guy. He can do a lot of big things for us. Uh, I think he can play up the seam. I think he can go to the outside and make uh, test uh, contested catches. I think that he can block really well. I think uh, I think that Dell can do a lot of different things. I think the thing about Dell that uh that, that's going to be really important is just understanding that he does not have to be Brock Bowers. He does not have to try and um you know be 19 because that one that's a hard task but also two uh, that's what you have a team for. That that that's the whole premise of being a team is that no one guy has to be Superman. So I think that's the biggest thing. Said it looks like you got a really good relationship thing going with the quarterback Carson Beck. And look, most of the time, good teams, the center and quarterback, do so much work together that uh, it does develop into a really tight relationship. He's he's going to be, I'm sure, pretty excited about going back home, getting the start in this game on Saturday against the Gators. Is that something you'll talk to him about? And uh, tell us about your relationship with Carson. So Carson and I have a great relationship. Uh, I probably won't talk to him about um, getting back to uh, his hometown and starting just for the simple fact of I already know um, that he's excited about it. I don't want to add any extra pressure or, you know, anything like that. So I'll probably just leave that to him. If he wants to talk to me about it, I'm sure he'll talk to me about it. But I won't I won't push for that. But I think I have a great relationship with Carson. Um, this is something that's been cultivating for a couple of years. Um, we came in together in the same class. Um, started off taking snaps with each other for about probably six to eight months together. Um, this is a guy that gave me my first haircut uh, for my girlfriend on my first date. Um, so th this is a guy that, that I've been with, you know, for a while. He, he's my guy, great relationship. Uh, has been sitting across the locker from me for about two and a half years. So this is somebody I talk to pretty frequently. So I think we have a great relationship. He, uh, just so as a former Georgia quarterback, so proud of, of Carson and the way he has continued to work and develop even during the, the three years when he wasn't 
the starting quarterback, and he looks like he's gotten better every single week this season. I think he has. I think he's done a tremendous job of taking coaching from Coach Bobo. Um, I think Coach Bobo does a great job of, of teaching him and also explaining to him. I think sometimes as coaches, um, you know, coaches may get caught up in, you know, yelling and trying to get the point across, but I think Coach Bobo does a tremendous job of understanding when that's appropriate for him and also when there's a, a really good teaching point to be had or a coaching point to be had. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. So I, I credit uh, his growth uh, to Coach Bobo. He's done a tremendous job pouring into him week in and week out. Said, keep up the great work. Best of luck in Jacksonville. Yes, sir. Thank you. God bless. Great having said on always a, a great interview. Enjoy my time with him. Want you to join us on Friday night, man. We got our, our Friday night football game of the week coming up. Rome traveling, uh, going to play Creekview. So Rome and Creekview on Friday night, kickoff at 730. Then stick around after the game for the Georgia High School scoreboard show. Get scores and updates from around the state. And all that is presented by Johnny's New York Style Pizza, WNB Factory, Piedmont Urgent Care, and Fox 5 Atlanta. Coming up next on the show, I've got my NFL Top 5. And we got some movement going on there. You got the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Got the Blue Show here on The Fan. Appreciate you hanging out with us, man. We're getting you ready for Georgia, Florida coming up on Saturday. And I want you uh, to uh, join Nick and Chris for the live broadcast at Lake Point coming up tomorrow. Lake Point hosting the 2023 National Youth Sports Summit. Now, Roberto Clemente Jr. is going to be on hand. He's going to get recognized for his contribution to youth sports. You can reserve a seat at National Youth Sports Summit. Dot com And I believe I got all the reads in, baby. Road dog, thumbs up, brother. We got them all in. Let's get to the NFL top five. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, Woo! three, three, two, two, one. Woo-hoo! It's time. For Buck Baloo's Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Kansas City, the Chiefs have won six in a row. They're they're 3-0 on the road, man, and Taylor Swift is loving it. Chiefs stay number one this week. No problem there, DT. Chiefs are number one. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right, I'm not okay with this, but I'm trying to keep it real on this show. Moving from number four back up to number two. Oh, no. Those guys from Philly. Philadelphia. Got the Eagles rebounding from that loss to the Jets. 
They smoked the Dolphins. Who was a top five team last week? They they drop out. Uh, so the Eagles are number two. I'm going to cut the San Francisco 49ers a break. I know they've lost their second consecutive road game. But I'm going to keep the 49ers number three this week. In spite of the two consecutive losses, I continue to believe they are one of the top five teams in the National Football League. They'll be back. Jumping back in the top five this week. The Baltimore Ravens beating up on the Lions. Road Dogs team, 38-6. Lamar and Monken, man, they're meshing, looking pretty good. They're offensively defenses. Number one in the NFL, giving up 13.9 points per game. Really impressive. Got the Ravens jumping back in, checking in at number four this week. And number five, making their debut in the Buck Baloo Show NFL Top 5. Rise up! The Jacksonville Jaguars. They've won four in a row. Don't look now. Won four games in a row, brother. 3-0 and on the road. I know a couple of them are in London, which they seem to be pretty comfortable playing over there. Jags 5. Now considered for a second Dallas, but they took the week off. I'm going to penalize them for that. And Road Dogs team, the Detroit Lions, they're going to drop out after taking that whooping to the Baltimore Ravens. So here you go. I got the Chiefs one, Eagles two, 49ers three, Ravens four, Jaguars five. Bucks top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. Can we please put an end to these football players laying down on the football field, faking injuries? We saw it again last night on Monday Night Football. You had the Vikings head coach, McConnell, with a close-up shot telling Hawkinson, the tight end for the Vikings, to lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Pretend like you're hurt. Look, it's bad sportsmanship. Uh, Basically, it's cheating. And I tell you what, I'm, I'm ashamed of the trainers for these teams that play along with this, acting like the players hurt. Get them off the field, please. I'm going to tell you, if I was one of the players and McConnell was telling me to lay down, I wouldn't do it. Tell somebody else to lay down. How do we end it? Come on, you know when a guy's faking it or not. All right, that's going to do it for my show. Back tomorrow on a hump day Wednesday. Hope you'll join me then, Nick and Chris. Well, Chris is down. I think Westy and Nick are coming up next here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Thank you, Bob. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.